From the capital city, I'm Jordan Lewis. A federal judge has rejected a request to allow a staple southeast Alaska king salmon fishery to proceed this summer while an appeal challenging its court-imposed closure plays out. Richard Jones, a U.S. District Court judge in Washington state, denied the request by Alaska Governor Mike Dunleavy's administration to set aside his own ruling from earlier this month. The ruling, aimed at protecting endangered orca whales, has the effect of closing this summer's troll season for Chinook salmon in southeast Alaska, a hook and line fishery that employs some 1,500 skippers and crew. Jones, in a five-page order Friday, said he would not stay or set aside his earlier decision while the state's underlying appeal to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals plays out. In Friday's order, Jones said that the state's arguments against his earlier ruling, arguments that stress the financial impacts of a closure on fishermen and the region's economy, are unlikely to win on appeal, which is a necessary finding for Jones to put the closure on hold. This news comes just over a month before the July 1st scheduled start to the summer troll fishery. Advocates for the trollers said Jones's ruling was expected and a necessary step before the stake request could also be brought to the Ninth Circuit. Cancer Connection, a nonprofit organization in Juneau, is holding their annual Walk for National Cancer Survivor Day on Sunday. Juneau Fontanella lets the community know how to attend. On June 4th, which is Sunday, from 11 to 1, and a national holiday that's celebrated actually all over the world. We are celebrating. Uh, it's an annual event for Cancer Connection, so we'll be gathering at the Marine Park at 11, and it's for survivors, families, loved ones, and we'll walk from there to the Bill Overstreet Park, which is where the whale is, and gather there for celebration. Their theme this year is to focus on celebration. It hasn't been confirmed yet, but we're hoping to have a bagpiper that will lead the walkers to the whale. And then we'll have um, Native Alaska dancers. When we arrive, we'll have them doing a short dance and song and a land acknowledgement will also take place. And then we'll have a barbecue that will happen that's um, being volunteered by the Coast Guard. She also talked about what Cancer Connection provides for the community. We provide a lot of different services, but mostly service of support. We have a program that is a travel assistance program. So we provide financial help for people that are having to travel from their community in Southeast Alaska to wherever they're receiving cancer care. We also have a Let's Talk program. So it matches you up with somebody that also has gone through perhaps a similar kind of cancer and helps you during that initial time of Diagnosis. We also have counseling reimbursement as well as an apartment in Seattle. And then we have a support group that's the third Tuesday of every month. They also host their annual Beat the Odds race against cancer every August. And U.S. Senator Lisa Murkowski, alongside her colleagues, announced the introduction of the Department of Defense Overdose Data Act, or DOD Act, to address the impacts of the opioid epidemic among members of the U.S. military and their family. The legislation will require the Department of Defense to provide an annual public report outlining fatal and non-fatal overdoses among service members and military families, address barriers to care for substance use disorder, and expand access to overdose prevention tools like naloxone, a nasal spray capable of reversing a fatal opioid overdose, and fentanyl test strips. Coming up next on News of the North, Charlotte Truett from the Juno Symphony came on to Capital Chat along with orchestrator Spencer Edgars to talk about their upcoming concert this weekend, Showdowns.
Jenny Twido, Director of Staff Development and Education at Bartlett Regional Hospital, talks about growing their own on Action Line. And the Juno Arts and Humanities Council talked about First Friday. Those stories next on News of the North with Jazz Garrett. You're listening to News of the North. Charlotte Truett, Executive Director from the Juno Symphony, came on to Capitol Chat along with orchestrator Spencer Edgers to talk about their upcoming concert this weekend. Showdowns. I'm fortunate enough to have this opportunity where I've been able to arrange and orchestrate um, two pieces for the symphony, um, which I'm so, so excited about. Um, and the first one is an original by Taylor Vidic. It's called Cat and Mouse. Um, so that's kind of an epic, an epic yeah. showdown right. since time immemorial. Edgars explains his other acoustic piece. The other piece is from the musical Waitress, which is music and lyrics all by Sarah Bareilles. Uh, we'll be doing the piece She Used to Be Mine, and that's where the drum set comes in. It's the end to their 60th season epic. They will be playing various movie pieces along with Spencer's arrangements. Some of the movies include The Sound of Music, Lord of the Rings, Star Trek Into Darkness, and themes from Batman and Superman. Chirrut encourages the community to attend. You know, something for everyone to love. This is one of those concerts where maybe you don't always go to the symphony. This is one you're going to want to come to, bring your kids, bring the whole family, because it will, like, spark inspiration and fun. One thing I wanted to make sure we add is that on Sunday, we have pay-as-you-can seating. And so we want people with families and folks who might not normally come we don't, to be able to come, we don't want finances to be an issue. Come pay as you can. Lots of seating. We're at Juno Douglas High School Auditorium. The concerts are Saturday night at 8 p.m. and Sunday at 3 p.m. Jenny Twido, Director of Staff Development and Education at Bartlett Regional Hospital, talks about growing their own on Action Line. It's an initiative we have. The workforce, the challenges in the workforce in healthcare is not just uh, local, even statewide. It's a national issue. So everybody's kind of having to get creative. So we're really excited to expand our training programming at the hospital for people local in Juneau and in Southeast. There are a lot of areas in the hospital that are crucial to -to day-to-day operations. We don't just need doctors and nurses. We need computer people in IT. We need engineering people in our facilities department. So we really want to make everybody aware that those, those are options too. You can have a career in healthcare and not be a doctor or a nurse. They are expanding their pathways into healthcare careers at early ages. You know, we make some connections now with sixth and seventh graders um, with our safe at home and safe sitter classes. Kind of just gives them an introduction to CPR and first aid and things like that. But really expanding those programs to meet students regularly. And when we do career exploration panels, we are including not just nurses and doctors, but diagnostic imaging technicians, our rehab services, so PTOT, having someone from our IT department come and talk to students about what kind of things they can do in healthcare that are non-clinical. So making regular contact by providing hands-only CPR on a regular interval, so maybe 8th, 10th, and 12th grade. Before the pandemic, you know, we would go in during survival week, teach kids stop the bleed technique, so using tourniquets.
Tracy Ferguson-Hayes is the marketing manager for Juno Arts and Humanities Council. She joined Capital Chat to talk about June's First Friday. We have uh, a lot of different things going on around town. A lot of the, the same locations are participating this month. We have a big show at the Jack. It is called Portable Southeast. We've talked about it a little bit here and there over the past couple of months, but basically it's a new gallery program that we put together last year, and it is a travel art exhibit that has already gone to five locations across Southeast and it's making its final stop here in Juneau. So it's been to Ketchikan, Petersburg, Sitka, Haynes, Gustavus, and now it's coming back to us. That 25-piece gallery will be up for the entire month of June for viewing. See Alaska Heritage Institute will also be presenting artists. Four different artists for their works for sale. Mari Fulmer as C for wearables and beadwork, Kelsey Erickson Kaiser, beading, stickers, greeting cards, Clinkit Aesthetics, she'll be showing her form line designs, and Diamond Williams has fur, leather, beaded earrings, um, as well as soaps and traditional medicinals. The City Museum is again showing the For Our Children exhibit, which will stay up for the entire summer. First Friday is free admission. View other First Friday events on jack.org. Never miss a story or a newscast at KIRN Now you're up to date. I'm Jazz Garrett for News of the North.